0: Hey, glad you're with me today on Here's a Deal with uh, Rick Countryman. Today I'm going to be talking about what the Bible has to say about abortion. Uh, It's one of the topics that I get a lot of questions about, have over my uh, 40 plus years in ministry. Uh, But before I get into it, let me uh, just thank all of you who um, have subscribed to the podcast if you have not done that yet, you need to just go to uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, just type in the search bar, here's the deal with Rick Countryman, I hit follow, and make sure after the um, the the podcast that you leave a rating and a review, okay, that's super important, even if your, your review's no good, <laughs> it, it does help people find the show. And if you're watching on the broadcast, on the Facebook broadcast, uh, make sure you hit share. I do read all the comments, uh, or you can email me or text me or whatever. I love to hear what you have to say, even if you don't agree with me. As long as you're civil about it and you're kind and respectful, you know what? I love to read all all the comments, okay? So again... Welcome to Here's a Deal with uh, Rick Countryman. And um, I want to start by uh, saying that the, the, the Bible, God's word, never uh, mentions the word abortion, okay? You never read the word abortion in the Bible. Uh, but throughout the scriptures, you can clearly see what God believes or what God says uh, about abortion, okay? Uh, It's a little bit like the word Trinity, okay? You don't see the word Trinity anywhere in the Bible, okay? But what you do see in the Bible, literally starting in Genesis chapter one, is you see the concept or the theological truth of the Trinity. In, In Genesis chapter one and verse 26, You know, the scriptures say, you know, let us make man in our image. Well, you got to ask yourself, who's the us? Let us make man in our image. Who's the our? Well, he's obviously, that's a reference to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So you're not going to find the word abortion in the Bible anywhere. Uh, But as I said, throughout scripture, We can clearly see what God believes about uh, abortion. These um, podcasts or broadcasts are only about 15 minutes long. That's what I try to keep them at. Some go a little longer, some go a little less. And obviously in 15 minutes, uh, I'm not going to be able to unpack everything there is in the scripture about life and what God has to say about life. Uh, But I I do want to give everybody a, a, a taste, okay? Now, I'm going to begin by saying this, and I'll give you a clue as to what I'm going to share here and what I believe the scriptures clearly teach. I think the word abortion is the wrong word uh, to use, okay? We we don't abort babies. I mean, that that sounds, you know, well, you know, that, that has a certain feel to it. You know, what we do is we kill babies. That's what we do. And that's much more, uh, ooh, that that, that word gets you back on your heels, doesn't it? And so I don't like the word abortion. What we do in this country and others is we kill babies that are inside their mother's womb. Uh, In my opinion, I think that the womb, a mother's womb ought to be the safest place on the planet for a baby. Unfortunately, especially in our country, the womb uh, is really the most dangerous place for a baby to, to be. I want you to listen to what God's word says, okay? In Psalms chapter 139 and verse 13, King David pins these words. He says, you, that's God, made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. I mean, that's the understatement of the year, right? The human body is so complex, it's unbelievable. Your workmanship, David says, is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark, of the womb, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Okay, that one little section of Psalms 139 kind of says it all. I mean, it's obvious according to God's word that life is sacred. We call it the sanctity of human life. There there is something very, very unique about human life. God created all life. God created porcupines and he created cows and he created crows and he created killer whales and he created snails. He created everything. But the Bible says that human beings were actually made in his image, And that's what gives human life um, a different meaning to it. It's what gives human life greater dignity, if you you will. Uh, Now, God's word is crystal clear, okay? That life is sacred to him. Now, it's not sacred to everybody, right? But it's incredibly sacred to God. And in the final analysis, this is all that matters. You see, politician... Politicians will have their opinions. Political parties will have their opinions. Doctors and medical organizations will have their opinions. You and I will have our own opinions, but all of them will be judged by the word of the Lord, okay? I realize there's all kinds of opinions out there about abortion, but you know what? We're all gonna stand before God someday and it's his opinion that matters, and his opinion is clearly laid out in in Scripture. Here's the bottom line. The unborn are created by God and are persons before God, okay? When that microscopic egg and the microscopic sperm got together, all of a sudden, at that moment, at the moment of conception, that is a life. That is a human being, okay? It is a living being. Yes, at that point, it needs um, the, the, the mother's womb, right, to, to live, but it is a life, and science will back that up. There's not a scientist on the planet who would say that when the sperm and the egg get together, that that's not a life. It is a life. There's no doubt it's a life. In Jeremiah chapter one, it says this, before I made you in your mother's womb, this is God talking through the prophet. Before I made you in your mother's womb, I chose you. Before you were born, I set you apart for a special work. I anointed you as a prophet to the nations. Do you hear what God's saying here? You he say, hey, look, I'm the one who made you while you were in your mother's womb. I'm the one who chose you. And he says, before you were born, I set you apart to be a prophet, uh, a prophet to the nations. And that's true for every one of us. God is the one who made us while we were in our mother's wombs. He's the one who chose us. Before we were born, he appointed us to do something. It's not obviously going to be a, to be a prophet to the nations, but man, he's appointed some people to be construction workers, some people to be doctors, some people to be, you know, salespeople, some people to be mechanics, maybe pastors, missionaries, uh, other, you know, uh, maybe uh, uh, politicians or whatever. But make no mistake about it, God's the one who formed you when you were inside your mother's womb. In Ephesians, it kind of says the same thing. In Ephesians chapter two, it says, for we are God's masterpiece. As King David said, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. You and I, human beings, are masterpieces of God. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things that he planned for us long ago. I want you to listen to the words um, that the angel said to Zechariah in Luke chapter one. Okay, super interesting. In Luke chapter one and verse 13, it says, but the angel said to him, said to Zechariah, do not be afraid, Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. Your wife will bear a son to you and you are to give him the name of John. He will be a joy and a delight to you and many will rejoice because of his birth. He's talking about John the Baptist here. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. Now I want you to listen to me carefully. So human is the unborn life to God that he filled a second trimester baby boy by the name of John with the Holy Spirit. Beloved, the Holy Spirit does not fill anything other than human life. And here we have the Holy Spirit filling John the Baptist while she was still in her mother's womb. So human is the unborn life to God, that Jesus Christ, the eternal word of God, who existed before time began, experienced all stages of human development in Mary's womb from conception to birth. Now think this through. Was Jesus not a person while he was in Mary's womb? Think that through for a moment. Of course he was a person. If life doesn't begin at conception, then Jesus ceased to exist as a person for some time as he was developing as a fetus or from a fetus, right? Now, let me, let me in the brief amount of time that I, I have, and as I said, I want to keep these things to about 15 minutes. The word of God is crystal clear that human life was created by God, he's the one who created it, it begins at conception, okay? But what about those times when someone gets pregnant under horrible conditions, Pastor Rick? What about cases of rape and or, let's say, incest? Well, first let me say that abortions due to rape or incest account for very few killings, very few. Some experts say only about 1% or less than 1% of all abortions can be traced to cases of rape or incest, okay? Now, as horrible as it would be to become pregnant as a result of rape or incest, is the murder of a baby the solution? Two wrongs don't make a right. The child who is a, a result of a rape or an inc- or incest should be given up maybe for adoption to a loving family. And let me just say this, in my opinion, okay, I think somebody that rapes a woman, I think, you know, some family member that would force himself on their, on their daughter to me, they deserve the, the death penalty, or bare minimum, life without parole. I think that is one of the most heinous, crummy evil, wicked, horrible things that one person could do to another. I'm serious. When when I hear about a woman who's been raped or a child or, you know, some dad or an uncle or somebody, you know, raped their own child, it just makes me sick and it's horrible. But once the egg and the sperm come together, that is a human life. And that baby's going to come out one of two ways, Right? It's either going to go to term nine months, come out and be given away to a loving family, or it's going to be murdered. And I just—I'm just telling you—you—you—you—you—you you, 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 you just got to scratch your head and go, look—you can't murder a baby. What about when a uh, the life of a mother is at risk? In other words, there's that old. You know what about the scenario where you know a woman's pregnant and, and she's gonna, you know she she's gonna die if if they don't get rid of the baby. Well, I want you to know once again, the percentages of that happening are really slim. In fact, there's a lot of medical journals and uh, medical uh, people out there that would say that just never happens. But let's just suppose that's the case that a woman is pregnant. And unless she aborts the baby, then the mother's going to die. Well, obviously, you have to, you know, as horrible as it is, the baby has to go. Because if mom's going to die, then they're both going to die. Now you got two deaths on your hands. And so in the case of a mother who's going to die unless she gets rid of her baby, then you have to get rid of the baby. And it's a tragic, tragic situation. It bums me out but you, you you can't lose them both if you will. So let me just say in the short amount of time that I, I've had here, there's no doubt that human life is sacred to God. No doubt about it. And life begins at conception. It begins in the womb. That is a human being. And for those of us who name the name of Christ, for those of us that have become believers or we've become followers of Jesus, The key word is, is we're a disciple of Jesus. We're a follower of Jesus. And Jesus left us his word, the scriptures. And it's in here where we um, find the answer to this question. Is abortion talked about in the Bible? Obviously it's not, but you can't miss the fact that life is sacred to God. In the womb, it's sacred to God. And it has to be sacred to us even when it's under horrific circumstances. Hey, listen, I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has been a blessing to you. I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget, uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, leave a rating and a review or hit share and send this with your friend to, to, to your friends and all that. And I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you want me to talk about. Then I'll do my best maybe to answer your questions, okay? Blessings, everybody.